Thanks for joining me on episode 1160 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Barry Moline. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to connect with others is key. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. And I do agree that there are a lot of gurus out there that promote that and say, this is the one way to success. But I don't agree as a financial coach, having worked with thousands and thousands of people that throwing out the baby with the bathwater is what you're supposed to do, that you throw up your hands and you say, I just have to do my own thing and there's no way to actually succeed here. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's episode about investing in yourself through stewarding your treasures, I talk with you about what some people call the budget culture and why they say it's bad. I share how you can get the benefits without buying into the bad. And I also share why it's all about mindset, not the actual techniques. As we talk about stewarding your treasures, wouldn't it be great if you could support this podcast and do it without costing yourself an extra dime? Turns out you can. All you have to do is use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon when you're ready to make a purchase via Amazon, and a small commission will come back to support the show. If you enjoy the show when you're ready to buy from Amazon, just use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon. A few months ago, back in March, I saw an article, and it's been going around a little bit on Facebook and other places, that basically talked about recognizing and resisting toxic budget culture. And this idea of budget culture struck me as interesting. So I went and looked at the article, and it's one of those where I agree with a lot of this and I disagree with a lot of it as well, which is not unusual with articles of this type. The idea that there's this thing called budget culture, which this article defines is a damaging set of beliefs around money that, like so-called diet culture does for food and bodies, rewards restriction and deprivation and promotes an unhealthy and fantastical idea of financial wellness. That's how they defined it. And if you think it's bad, the idea that you can find a budgeting app or a magic technique and some have another that will fix all of your money problems and you'll magically become rich. The idea that it's about restriction or deprivation or cutting things out to become where you are. The latte factor, the $5, just cut that out every day and now you'll be a millionaire. Not to mention the fact that somehow or another, that's the goal, to be a millionaire. This idea of ignoring the 
real underlying things. And so they go on in this article and they say that budget culture rewards restriction and deprivation, which is unsustainable. I agree with that. Ignores the dynamics of income, interest, and spending. Not necessarily. Demonizes spending. And then it says, which is the whole point of money. I don't agree with that either. Categorically labels certain money moves as good or bad for everyone. Again, I don't agree with that. I agree that happens. All of these things happen. If you tune into certain financial gurus, this is what you, it demonizes some ways of spending and elevates others. It promotes hypervigilance around money. It values efficiency and economy above human health, happiness, and well-being. So the question is, does such a culture exist? And yes, it does. Are there financial gurus that promote all of these bullets and say, this is the way to success? This is the way to be rich? Yes. And they even promote that that's the goal. You should become rich. And they say budgeting is those money management methods that set spending limits, tracking money, spending in both, and that doing those things automatically leads to those things above. And that's where I disagree because you can set limits on your spending and you can do it out of a demonization of spending, a fear based thing or hypervigilance amount money or because you want to restrict and deprive yourself of things because this is a bad way or this is a good way. Or you can decide to set limits on your spending because you've made the decision that is in alignment with your bigger values, with your bigger goals, with your bigger priorities, with the things that you truly want to do to have a rich life. Not because spending is bad, not because one way of spending is better than another, but because you've made the decision. See, that's the difference here. This isn't about deprivation. It's about alignment then. It's about making a decision that this is in your best interest yourself. That's the difference. When it comes from outside, when a guru says, this is always bad for everyone, this is the only way to do it. If you don't use this app, you'll never be successful. If you don't have a million dollars in the bank, you're never going to be worth anything. You're going to eat Alpo when you retire. I've heard gurus say all of these things. And that's simply false. It's not the budget that's good or bad. It's the mindset that you have behind it. It's the fact that you can actually get benefit. Again, let's go to the diet that they use as a reference. There are diets that are all about restriction and deprivation, but there are also diets or systems of health that are more about changing your mindset, your beliefs, and your relationship with food. Those work. They're still, quote, diets. It's not the diet that's good or bad. It's the approach that the diet takes. I do the same thing with budgeting. I talk about budgeting not from the point of view of restriction, what am I going to say no to, but from the point of view of what are you going to say yes to? What are you going to allow into your life? 
it, this isn't about buying into someone else's definition of what's good or bad. This isn't about buying into what the culture says is good or bad. That's what this article basically says. It says the only way that budgeting does, the only thing it leads to is a fantasy of being rich, buying into a model of success that is racist, that is patriarchal, that is always biased. It's about buying into that bigger belief. And I would agree 100% that buying into that bigger belief is absolutely a problem. But I don't agree that it's the budget that created that problem. I think it's the mindset and the culture's that we've created around it. And I do agree that there are a lot of gurus out there that promote that and say, this is the one way to success. But I don't agree as a financial coach, having worked with thousands and thousands of people that throwing out the baby with the bathwater is what you're supposed to do, that you throw up your hands and you say, I just have to do my own thing and there's no way to actually succeed here because the wider culture has set me up for failure. I do think there are things you can do to help yourself succeed, but they're really more focused on the mindset, the beliefs, not the techniques, not do I do a zero-based budget? Do I do a percentage-based budget? Do I categorize my stuff this way? Do I talk about wants and needs? This article goes on and points out that just saying something's a want versus a need is automatically labeling it good or bad. And I would say if you buy into what the culture around you says, that's not a want, that's a need, or that's not a need, that's a want, it is. But if you set those definitions for yourself, if you've looked at your life and you've said, for me, this is a need, I'll use cable TV as an example. My wife and I went years without any sort of television, no cable, no network television. We didn't have any streaming surfaces. We did that for decades. And for us, it was fine. We didn't do that because we wanted to cut our spending and not spend money on cable. We did it because for us, TV wasn't something that was valuable. It wasn't important. It wasn't something we wanted in our house or wanted to spend time with. Since then, now we have some streaming services and we do other things. We watch movies and do all of that because now we've decided that at this point in our life, this is something that's okay for us. It aligns with our values. So does that make TV a want or a need? Neither one. It just makes it something that for a while wasn't aligned with what we wanted, and now it is. And the same thing goes for you. So if you've hired a coach, if you're working with someone, and they start going through your budget and telling you what you should and shouldn't spend, where you should or shouldn't cut, then I agree you're buying into this definition of budget culture that they lay out in this article. But if you're working with a coach like I work with people where it's more about what do you want to decide? What's important to you? If leaving cable in is important, if that's something that's important and valuable to you, I'm not going to look at you and say that's good or bad or a want or a need because you have to determine that's what's different about what they're calling budget culture and what I believe in when I say budget culture. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. <laughs>
If you like this episode on the stewardship of treasures, you can sign up for our treasures tips by going to inspiredstewardship.com slash treasures or text in the U.S. 44222 treasures tips. And we'll send you five weeks of our best tips on stewarding your treasures. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures. Develop your influence and impact the world.